Okay, okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. Jesus, in a nutshell, took all mankind's sins and put them on himself. Let me say this. Jesus took on all mankind's sins and put it upon himself. When Jesus was on the cross, he said, and it's finished, correct? He said, it is finished. Remember his finished work. Now, Jesus, by being God, knew that Israel was not going to accept him as the kingdom of Messiah. They still don't today. Most Jews still don't today accept him as their king and Messiah. Okay? So when Jesus said it was finished, he already knew what was going to happen in the future and what was going to be the next move because he's God. Okay? He's God. God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. All right? He already knew that. The rest of them did not know that. They didn't still get it. Peter didn't get it because God never revealed it to them. Peter and the rest of the twelve. So when Jesus said it is finished, he was talking about what's going to happen after his resurrection. He wasn't talking about the continuation of the kingdom program because by him being God, he knew that was not going to be fulfilled before the earth was even made. Because he's God. The rest of them did not. See, that's where the confusion comes in. And that's why you got the uh, the Jews for Judaism and stuff don't believe him being that Messiah. They think he's a failure because to them he never fulfilled that. Okay? But Jesus knew because again, I'm not keep saying it, he's God. He knew. Okay? Alright. And many believers in the church still don't know because they don't understand Paul's teachings and the mystery. They put everything Together, and they say that Paul and Peter teaches us the same gospel. So Satan masterfully blinded the church for what's going on because he got food. <laughs> he got food. You, you follow what I'm saying? So the key is Paul's letters of knowing this. Even though in early Acts they went out and they were ministering the same uh, kingdom gospel, God already knew that it was not going to be fulfilled because he's God. He knew that before the foundation of the world. See, that it was not going to be fulfilled. You understand what I'm saying? So when Jesus said it was finished, he was talking about the finished work going into Paul's ministry to let the world, what happened on the cross. See, he wouldn't have to, listen closely, he wouldn't have to do all that if Israel would have believed in him, the kingdom program would have went right on through. But thank God, because of their disobedience, this might sound a little hard, but thank God even the Bible says this, thank God because of their disobedience, the doors was open for the Gentiles to get saved much easier only by grace. Now, even in the kingdom program, the Gentiles can get saved. But they have to be proselyted in and etc. and they have to follow same thing going into the New Testament and stuff like that. Because all of that would have been fulfilled anyway. But God being God, knowing all things past, present, and future, he knew that they was not going to accept Jesus as the, the Messiah. 
So he always had this plan before the foundation of the world, Romans 16 and 25, before the world was even thought of. He already knew how the Gentiles are going to be saved under grace, even though the rest of the people in the word of God did not know that. Even some believers in the traditional church today. You understand what I'm saying? If they don't read and study Paul's letters. This is very important to understand. Very important. You must treat Paul the same way as or even as much as you believe and treated Moses. Both of them were sent by God. But Paul is ignored more than Moses and his message is more important than Moses' message. Moses' message is only for Israel. Paul's message is for the world. Everybody. So you will focus on Moses' message more than you would the one that opened the door that God sent to open the door to tell us how we could be saved. Us Gentiles. You see how backwards that is? Hmm? Okay. That's why Jesus Jesus was able to reveal, able to reveal that to Paul. And it took over 25 years, over seven, maybe close to eight different type of mysteries that the Lord Jesus revealed only to Paul. And the Paul revealed it later on to Peter and all of them, even though they still could not understand it. Peter made that clear in Second Peter and three, Peter and three. And Paul's followers follows, if you if you notice, Paul's followers was not Peter, James, and none of them. He had followers named Apollos, Silas, Barnabas, and different other followers like this. Aristarchus, you know, uh, Epaphroditus, Titus, Tychicus. None of them was Peter, James, and none of the twelve. You notice that in Paul's teaching. Uh, different apostles, different followers, with a different gospel. Let me say that again. Different apostles, different followers, different gospels. So a lot of times Apollos Paul mentions, you know, the apostles or something like that. He's talking about the apostles around him, even though he was the head apostle and the followers around him. He's not talking about the twelve, Peter, James, and none of them, especially when it comes to his letters, because they are sent different ways. Peter continued to uh, minister to the Jews. Paul went out to the Gentiles, the nations, and taught the grace of God. You understand the gospel of the grace of God, revealing the fullness and the finished work of Christ that was never revealed to Peter now. It was only revealed to Paul. Paul revealed it to the Gentiles and whatever Jews that accepted it, that all men's sins have been forgiven. That's what happened at the cross. It was revealed only to the apostle Paul. That's why I keep saying it's a dispensational, it's an administration thing that got people confused, even Judaism. And they still will not accept that. You, you follow what I'm saying? Forgiveness, yes, is the key for salvation. But You cannot be saved without being forgiven first. There's no way you can be forgiven after salvation. 
your forgiveness and your righteousness is filthy rags in the eyes of God. So you can't repent and say, Lord, forgive me of my sins and save me because we cannot do that. We are not qualified. We cannot fulfill the law. The only way to be forgiven under the law, listen closely, the only way to be forgiven under the law is to be sinless, not to commit no sin. Go back to the past where they have to do it. They have to get do sacrifices. See, it had to be always blood to get forgiveness of sins under the covenant, under the law program. Follow me? That's the only way their sins got cleansed instantly. Instantly. Because of sacrifices. You understand what I'm saying? Us as Gentiles, we're not under the law. We cannot do no sacrifices. It's not required for us. We are not able to do that. We was never under no covenant. So Jesus took upon himself for us and fulfilled it. That way, our sins is already been forgiven under the dispensation of grace. Just sins forgiven, not eternal security, not righteousness or not justification. Only your sins have been forgiven. Second Corinthians 5 and 19. Only your sins have been forgiven. Only your sins have been forgiven. You have not been saved. The world is not saved. God had to get rid of sin first before he could even reconcile himself to the world. He had to take care of the sin issue because that was the biggest problem, the number one problem of people getting saved. If they didn't get their sins forgiven, he would have destroyed the whole world like he'd done the first time And Noah. You understand what I'm saying? So he had to get rid of the sins first. And he knew no one was qualified but Jesus. There was no sinless person on the earth but Jesus. No man or woman was able to fulfill that task but Jesus. So what did he do? He gave himself up in, a, in his son. He sent himself and he became the propitiation. In other words, the replacement for the world. Because the world could not fulfill a sinless walk. They filthy rags. Nobody could be righteous in the eyes of God. There is none righteous. Remember that verse? None. No, not one. Very important to read those Roman scriptures. So how did we, how can we become righteous? Not because our sins is forgiven. It's believing that Jesus done that and die for our sins. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying to be forgiven, you have to believe it first, like a lot of grace teachers and some people teach. You have to believe that you forgive. No, you don't. You forgive it whether you believe it or not, because forgiveness does not equal salvation. Forgiveness does not equal salvation. Justification equals salvation. Reconciliation equals salvation. Righteousness equals salvation, not forgiveness. You are forgiven first. Now you can or you might have a chance to be saved. You, you follow that format. You will stay in touch of the way to be saved and you will know how to witness once you get this. 
You don't go and tell a person they need to repent of their sins first. You let them know they already have been forgiven. Now they can be saved. God is not charging you for your sins. Now you can be saved. That's the way we're supposed to be witnessing today as believers. Not telling nobody to repent and uh, repent of their sins and stuff like that. Or you got to be holy and stuff like that. No. No. The one that's telling you that they're not even holy. They sin just like you. They're not perfect in sin. How they go tell you? They can't even get right on their own and in the eyes of God with their own righteousness. It's filthy rags. So the only way that we are righteous in the eyes of God as believers is because of the righteousness of Christ. Not me and you. It's the righteousness of Christ. And the only way you can learn this is through the letters of the Apostle Paul. That's why I put emphasis on Paul. Christ wants us to focus on Paul. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. He didn't just say, follow me. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. Paul lifts up Jesus all through his letters. He don't lift up himself. He lifts up Christ. These are the words of Christ coming through Paul. What Paul teaches is Jesus Christ teaching them. This is the finished work of Christ. Christ don't say, Paul don't teach nothing about Jesus' earthly ministry. He don't talk about Jesus' crucifixion. He don't talk about Jesus' past when he was on the earth because that has nothing to do with the grace message. He only lifts up Jesus, the resurrected Jesus, the Jesus in the heavenly ministry, the glorified Jesus. He teaches the cross. He teaches rising again, resurrection from the dead. And Paul's letters. That's why he don't mention Jesus' earthly ministry. That's no good no more. That, that, that was for the past for Israel on his earthly ministry. You understand what I'm saying? Sins have, sins have to be forgiven first in order for a person to be saved under grace. Under grace. Real talk. Body of Christ, real talk. Joseph Brownlee, I hope you get something out of this. Until next time, peace out. Love you all.